0: trigger it, baby.
1: The
2: U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic
1: State. I don't think Whole world going to Shit!
3: Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill.
4: We are closing in. This is episode 98 of Planet Rage. 98, baby. 98. Ooh. I know. It seemed like it was just number one. It does. Time flies when you're having fun, baby. It really does. And when you're raging. Has the world gotten any better in the last 98 episodes? Holy
0: shit. Holy shit.
4: Wow. I mean, I'll say 41 people shot and uh, two dead in Chicago, which is nothing compared to what's going on in the rest of the world. No. Finally, no. Chicago looks sane and safe. <laughs> well, I don't know if we want to go that far. Well, although Lisa, uh, the,
0: the shooters aren't parasailing in with right fucking machine guns.
4: <laughs> Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. They have yeah. the drones. They can use those. Yeah. Well, I don't think Hamas has any drones. Maybe they do. I don't think so. Just human drones? Yeah, exactly. So if you want to follow Chicago, though, the guy that we've mentioned a few times on the show who goes out and he has a YouTube channel where he goes into all the interesting places in the world, a lot of bad neighborhoods. Yeah. And his name's uh, Peter, I believe, Santangelo. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Sure. He is just starting a series on Chicago. And in the first episode, he went into Englewood, Chicago, which I give this guy a lot of credit for having the cojones to just come into a city like Gary, Indiana, like Chicago, like LA Mm -hmm. and go into the worst neighborhoods possible and talk to people. (laughs) I mean, it's amazing that the guy has not been, Robbed? For he has he hasn't talked about it or beaten up or anything. Does he have any backup, or is it just him with his cell phone? I believe yeah. it's just him. Wow. Which again takes a lot of balls to yeah. to go in and do this. And he was with talking to a couple of guys in Inglewood who were just selling barbecue on the street corner, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, off camera they told him, uh, "You're pretty much okay around here during the daytime, but do not stick around." after dark yeah which that's same thing with planet rage we tell everybody just do not stick around here after dark you're fine right now (laughs) but after dark no
0: yeah but they listen to us all around the world it might might be you know midnight where they're listening to us in some places
4: true and it is indigenous people's day today right that's i call it columbus day (laughs) but uh you know Joey changed that. That was one of the first things he did, wasn't it? Like, we got to get rid
0: of this. Has Columbus Day been uh, er, erased? Is it now that? Is it the official name? Columbus Day's
1: out?
4: I didn't know that. It's Indigenous People's Day now. Hmm. Because that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Nobody wants Hmm. to talk about the $6 billion that Joey sent over to Iran, who... Oh, yeah. It didn't take very long for the money trail to go from Hamas to Iran. Hmm. But no. It's okay, Joey. Don't worry about it. That Joey. Uh-huh. Again, <laughs> though, you know, 41 shot and 2 killed in Chicago. People are like, "Yeah, let's go there. That sounds like fun." Of course.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But the world uh, is
4: on fire? I mean, literally it would well, seem that we've gotten to this point.
3: It does.
0: I mean, uh, you know, I don't think anybody, nobody knew at the start of World War I that it was the start of World War I. You know, they only kind of figured that out when it was quite a bit in progress. Same thing for World War II. They really didn't. So this might be World War Three. I mean, you've got two, you know, massively populated areas uh, backed by superpowers. I mean, shit, if the stage isn't set for it, I
4: don't know how it could be better set. And that was the interesting headline. I think it was on drudge, which has been going way to the left, but yeah, he sucks. The head this. I'm not even sure if he owns it anymore. If he yeah, sold that off, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But the headline was something like with this war beginning in Israel, the world is divided. And I really, you look Duh. at what's been going on, <laughs> but I mean, you look at Ukraine and it's like overall the world is almost all in lockstep, you know, oh, Russia bad. We want to, we're going to back Ukraine because Putin's bad. Really, when it comes to this conflict, which has been going on for generations, there is no clear cut winner, which this is exactly how things like a world war begin, because Sure. Not everybody's jumping on one side like, oh, no, no, the Hamas, they're horrible people. We'll all go after the Palestinians. No, half the world's like, wait a minute, they were okay for doing that. So it's going well, to be
3: interesting to watch. Well, you know, the people, the uh, the chooches
0: like to just bring it back to the establishment of Israel and after the Second World War. But really, I mean, what's going on in that region, that entire massive region goes back Five thousand years. I mean, yes. You know, and these these goobers go over there and think they're going to kind of just smooth everything out, uh, you know, with a couple of table talks and that. Well,
4: they're fucking stupid. It's not that. It's it's very complex. But I mean, so, just so I'm clear on things, during the four years of a Donald Trump presidency, what was going on in Hamas or with Hamas and the Israelis between Gaza? And Israel, how much violence was going on? It's nothing like this. No, I think somebody threw a rock or two, maybe. Right. Yeah. But no, we're all happy Joe Biden's president because he's going to yeah. bring peace to the world. Yeah, the great unifier. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's yeah. he's unifying all right. Yeah, he's unifying every problem the world has, and just he's maybe he's the amplifier. He's, the am- he's right. He's a great amplifier.
0: Yeah, uh, he's like he's salt in the wounds. He's uh, he's a match to the <laughs> fucking dynamite, and he's a fucking idiot. Joey's vibrating. Good. Hope he's listening. Yeah, well,
4: if he should, he would learn something.
0: (laughs) No, he just get he just dispatch a hit team. Next week people come over here, they just get a a tone. (laughs) Where's
4: where's Planet Rage? (laughs) Joey found out. Yeah. But you know what to be fair? He would probably, huh? he would probably end up getting somebody that does a show called like Planet Fridge because he would be, <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want those guys that, that we have, well, Planet Fridge, that's who I want gone. Yeah. What if there's
0: collateral damage, like, you know, went just around to, you know, everything, Sir Seatzer and booberry and the, the entire, the entire, uh, you know, no agenda nation, you know,
4: always just wipe them all out. They're all one of the same thing. Take them all down. Take them all down. Although Joey is easily confused. Is this clip will show? That's true. Yes. You
5: started remarks here today by saying it was good news today with the economic report. Why do you think most people
6: still don't feel positive or feel good news about the economy?
1: Well, first of all, you just heard the news today, too. They haven't heard it. I think the people of 300. And wait, wait, wait. Now, stop.
4: Could you run that back? What did he say?
1: Um, you've heard it, but
4: they haven't, I believe, is kind of what he's trying to because they're like, well, you, they're not happy about this, about this economic news. And he's like, well, you've heard it, but they haven't. I oh, think is what he was okay. trying to say. Trying to say, okay. But That's if anymore. we jumbled our words in our jaw, much like Joey does, we could not do the job we do podcasting
1: or speaking at all. Well, yeah. first of all, you just heard the news today, too. They haven't heard it. I think the people of 300 plus thousand people who <laughs> got jobs feel better about the economy.
4: Yeah, so it's now 300 and something plus, and I know that seemed to be a surprising number. I'm not sure where these numbers come from. Yeah, well, I read that a fraction of them were full-time, small fraction. That would also make sense, but the number on what they say is the unemployment rate in the United States is some weird algorithm. It's not a real number. It changes greatly depending on who's looking for a job, and also, as you pointed out, full time, part time jobs not really separated by all that much. So, it just because somebody has a new job, as you said, well, these three hundred thousand new jobs they could be making a dollar a week. I mean, okay, wait, there has to be a minimum wage. It's the United States, but you don't know what kind of jobs these are. Are these sustaining, well paying jobs? Probably not. I have another uh,
3: nasty name for Joey. Yahtzee cup. Listening to him <laughs> speak is like
0: listening to somebody shake
4: a yahtzee
0: cup, isn't it?
4: Man, you know, I just want to be there for a lunch with him and Kamala Harris, and just to hear what comes out of one side, then the other side. And it would, yeah, it would be a yahtzee cup, and then somebody, well, one's playing Scrabble and one's playing Yahtzee. I think,
1: yeah. yeah. I gotta choose my
4: words here. I'm gonna chew my words here? I'm gonna chew my words here. That's kinda of what it sounded like. Let's go back and see. <laughs> he, he wants to see if Joey's chewing on. he may be that hungry.
1: Yeah. I gotta choose my words here.
4: Let's okay, choose. it was choose. We're being uh, mean to Joey. It's not nice. I'm not nice. You all are not the happiest people in the world. Okay, he's correct about that when discussing the news media. You what, are not what the, people. Are, what people are not the happiest people? Who the media? Was that what he said? Okay. Yeah, you people. You're not the happiest people in the world. Have you noticed that? What's your report?
1: And I mean it sincerely. Uh,
0: I mean oh, Stop right there. No joke. I mean that. I mean it sincerely. So everything before that was bullshit, insincere lies. But now I mean that
4: sincerely. Okay, Joey, got it you got to keep score when you're playing Yahtzee with Joey goes back to that Dennis Miller line that Hillary Clinton has been cheated on more than a blind woman playing Scrabble with gypsies throw Joe Biden into that game. What do you get?
1: Get some more, you get more legs when you're reporting something as negative. I don't mean, I don't mean you're picking on me. I'm just the nature of things. You turn on the television and there's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake, you know, to say, you know, it's about, you know, somebody pushed the dog yeah. in a lake. Now, that was the best Joey could come up with. I mean, one, he was, he was
4: so close to making a, cogn- uh, a good point. Yeah. You know, that the news media is very negative. They would, won't cover stories that, you know, boy saves dog in a lake. It's, well, the story is all about somebody kicked the dog or threw the dog into the lake in the first place. Sure. He's not necessarily wrong, but he couldn't quite bring... He couldn't quite bring it home. And if it was his dog, it would just be biting people. Yes. I mean, that's the second dog. Now they had to expunge from the record. Oh, wait a minute. Is this commander Two? I think is this so. The, yeah, this is commander. Uh, Which, well, this is, is the it? second one. This was the second one. So this is what, the, were they both named commander. Probably. Joe, I mean, you think Joey can learn a new dog name? <laughs> they have to get the same <laughs> kind shit. of dog and give it the same name. <laughs> Otherwise, Joey going to be confused for a long time. It's always the Hitler dogs, aren't they? Yeah, those well, they German want the Shepherds. German Shepherd, right? Why, why those? I mean, other I presidents know. had,
0: like, you know, beagles and cocker spaniels, and he's, he's got a fucking prison camp
4: dogs. I mean, really, a Joey, at this point, they he should have a little cute dog like Moose. He's just give him something that's even if yeah. it gets mad, it's not going to do much damage to anybody. No.
0: No. When, you know, Moose, Moose, what he'll do when he really gets pissed, he'll, like, rage piss on your shoes. <laughs> well, that's what Joey does. That's the biggest risk. Yeah,
4: <laughs> you're not going to get bit. You might get urinated on. Some people will pay big money for that kind of stuff. Yep, this is true.
1: Quite frankly, I'm sick and tired. Oh. Republicans in the House saying they want to cut the deficit, when all they really want to do is once again cut taxes for the very wealthy and big corporations, yeah, which right. will only add to the deficit. When I was able to cut the federal debt by 1.7 trillion over that first two two years. Well, remember what we were talking about. Those 50 corporations that made $40 billion more paying a penny in taxes. Well, guess what? We made them pay 30%, uh, 15% in taxes, 15%. Nowhere near what they should pay. And guess what? We are able to pay for everything, and we end up with an actual surplus. Now, I mean,
4: one, mm-hmm. we could make fun of Joey for the word salad, getting the numbers wrong, not knowing the difference between the deficit and the debt right but i really don't even care about that because uh, every now and then i'll say the wrong word but he's telling you his cognition his whole point here and i can't even say that word today for some reason so i'm just going to stop but his whole point was we got these companies to pay taxes to the point where we had a surplus when did that happen
3: really when it's like,
4: so, okay, you
3: got we them. We still have a
0: $33 trillion debt, correct? Yeah, and it's going yeah. up as so far as where's I can the tell. Surplus? How do you have a surplus when you have a debt? Explain that to me.
4: I think that's like I've got $100 in my pocket, but I owe $100 million, and I've got 100 in my pocket.
3: Yeah, I think that's it.
4: Must be it. Because yeah. Joey can't see
3: the big picture. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. Hmm.
4: Well, yeah, sure is. For
3: us, not for him. (laughs)
4: Well, not for us, because it's great for material. Well, yeah. But I'm not sure if he understands that the $6 billion that he sent to Iran might have been gotten into the wrong hands, because I don't know if Joey understands how terrorism works, how a lot of these people that will commit these acts are just doing it for money, for their family, and having the money is almost a bigger deal than having the weapons or the materials or all that having the money to be able to raise the amount of people that you need to do it is vital.
0: Well, you're telling me that they've already burned through was, was it 158 billion that Obama sent over there on wooden pallets and a C 47? Or am I confusing? Am I
4: confused about that? I'm not Sure. It was a lot of jing, you
0: know, but I guess. Yeah,
4: well, whatever. where did it go? That's always the with any uh, of this stuff is the question is, where did it go? Yeah, because a lot of times when big money is sent somewhere, it's not getting to where it's supposed to, which is why the American people and others around the world, but the Americans seem more than others to fall for things like the after 9-11 when oh, we're going to have the big concert. We're going to have a telethon. People can send in all their money. And then after that, the big thing that, you know, this was all George Clooney led. Mm. And the big thing was, well, where'd the money go?
0: Where'd the money go? Well, Blinken's claiming that the money has not been released and it's not taxpayer money. It was Iranian money that we froze somehow in South Korea. I don't know exactly the fuck that works. But the, but the funniest thing is when he says when it is released, it's going to be very carefully monitored. To make sure it only goes for humanitarian purposes, food and medicine and housing and so forth. So I guess, I, mean, I don't know what you're envisioning, Darren, but what I see is I see like eight or 10 guys in little banker's cages, right? With green eye shades and sleeve garters. And the mullahs come up to them and say, you know, I'd like a hundred billion. Well, what are you going to use that for? Yeah. <laughs> Food. <I> mean, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck that's the most ludicrous fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. How they're gonna monitor how they spend the
4: money. Get bent. Well, because you can point directly to what just happened over the last three, four years, how long has the COVID scam been going on? Yeah. All that money that was supposed to go for very specific yes. things. Yes. Well, where did it go? Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's gone. We're missing a lot of it. We don't know where it went. So if we can't follow the trail for things that are going on within our borders, which I mean, are not secure. Yes. So there's that. Which we, we there are no borders. So stop saying that. Within the uh, continental United States. Okay. If we can't uh, track that. Yeah. How are we going to track what's going on in Iran? With drones. Is that it? We're going to yeah. have the drones. They'll fly around. They'll see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. We'll see what's going on. Is the uh, Bash and Blinken clip have something to do with any of this or? Uh, it does. It does. It's kind of, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot. See, this is no agenda is media deconstruction. We are more person deconstruction. Ideas deconstruction. Yes. Or, cause we know the media is lying to you. It's like we're, and no agenda does a great job. Showing you that mm-hmm. that the media has a bias, that the media is going to lie to you. We look at it at a different level, and where we can have a little more fun with it. Yes, uh,
5: it does seem like this very coordinated attack came out of nowhere. Uh, I want our viewers to listen to what the U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said just nine days ago. Ooh, yeah. In the Middle East region is quieter today. Than it has been in two decades. Now, challenges remain Iran's nuclear weapons program, the tensions between Israelis and Palestinians. But the amount of time that I have to spend on crisis and conflict in the Middle East today, compared to any of my predecessors going back to 9 11, is significantly reduced. While that's changed.
0: Stop. Yeah. Right. Right. You know what? Shame on me. I should have put a laugh track under his entire statement.
4: Yeah. And the, you know, and the kind of laugh track that they used to have back in the television yes. shows where the stuff wasn't funny at all. It was
0: all shit. It's just a laugh or applause sign. It was, you know, totally canned. Yes, that.
4: Because yeah. that's what you're getting here.
0: Yeah. And funny that this, this goofball um, should reference 9-11, which was the last massive failure by the so-called American intelligence community. OK, and he's going to get into that a little bit. It's, it's really funny, this clip. Yeah. Well,
5: that obviously has changed dramatically, not just for Jake Sullivan, but for all of you. And this isn't specifically about anything that Jake missed, but more broadly about the intelligence failure, not just by the Israelis, but the U.S. What can you say about that?
7: Well, for two things, Donna. First,
0: what Jake Sullivan said was right. If you look at uh, the relationship. There, there you go. There's your typical fucking bureaucrat. Job number one, circle of wagons, circle of wagons, cover your ass, close ranks, and support the regime. Jake Sullivan's a fucking idiot. He just, he just demonstrated
4: that in about 90 words. But, oh, no, Jake Sullivan was right. Well, it's great when you're taking a victory lap yeah. while the bombs are falling behind you and you're clueless about it. Yes,
7: yes among countries in the Middle East—you um, saw uh, with a lot of work by the United States, countries coming together,
4: the region integrating. Um, hostilities. <laughs> Whoa! they really
3: got
0: to get that laugh track go yeah,
4: yeah. Who is who is integrating? I'm not really sure. Every th- listen, the
0: whole thing. Everybody's linking arms. They're sitting cross-legged around a campfire, and they're singing. You know, come on, people, now smile on your brother. That's what's going on in the Middle East. But maybe you didn't know that. But that's what Blinken says. Well, we'll get video, I'm sure, on TikTok. Yeah, we will.
7: Yeah. Diminishing. And we've been very engaged in pursuing, for example, normalization between
4: Israel and its neighbors. Normalization? Normalization. Mm. Okay. What does that even mean? That we're what having? does that mean? Because it seems like you have the people around Israel that want to wipe them off the face of the earth, including yes. Palestine, including Iran. So, what is normalization? right that we're not going to kill you is that normalization just like we're we say we're not going to kill you but then we're going to launch i mean it is interesting i don't have obviously all of the facts of what's going on but it seems like this was a fairly low technological from from that standpoint an attack
0: where yeah, i mean it, it seems like it was a, a marvelous case of uh you know, a distraction. I think they lobbed a few missiles and that's, that's when the guys went, you know, scooting in in their parasails, whatever the fuck it was, over the wall and did their thing.
4: I mean, that's kind of my perception, but what do I know? I just, all I know is the same shit I see online like everyone else. So. And you would think there would be the outrage because it sounds like there was some kind of music festival. No, I don't know exactly yeah. what kind of music, if this was like a Burning Man or a Lollapalooza type it, thing. They said it was a rave. And I saw clips, a lot of really good looking
0: girls over there.
4: Wow. Um, but that's all
0: I saw looked pretty awful.
4: And the hot Israeli girls know how to fire a machine gun. So that's all sure they
0: do. Yes.
4: yes. But they weren't armed because this, again, if you're not expecting it, you let your guard down. Yeah. Which moving forward, I think things will be a little bit, uh, ramped up for quite a while, but in this case, okay. So everybody are out there having fun, they're doing a music, you know, music just out there mm-hmm. and get attacked. well, yeah. That's not attacking an enemy. I mean, there's one thing and the United States gets a really bad rap when they blow up a terrorist. And it's like, well, three children around there were injured. Mm. But you're like, well, we got the guy. Sorry, there's collateral damage. It's like, well, this is all collateral damage. This wasn't they were coming in to attack an army and there just happened to be a rave around the army.
0: Well, I think their, their, their notion was to, to uh, gather as many hostages as possible and take them back into their sector in Gaza to use them as shields so that people couldn't then, Israel would be less likely to throw ordnance at them, I think, I guess. Now, the so boots on the ground
4: would. are saying that this is worse than ISIS. What is going on? And I mean, I don't know. That's a hell of a comparison. But if so, it's like, well, everybody knows what ISIS was and it's, it it makes it very easy to try to pick one side, but as we always preach here, it's like, okay, get as much information as you possibly can before you make your decision. Don't have that knee jerk reaction, but you got to look into this stuff. Well, also, Darren, I'd like to remind you
0: to please use the proper nomenclature as Uh instructed some years ago by that expert on Mideast strife. Barack Obama it's not ISIS it's ISIL
4: remember that shit remember that weren't there
0: too wasn't there it wasn't no no I I don't know but there was a time when he said it's not ISIS it's ISIL he was like who the fuck cares what you call them they're scumbags but but he he was like don't say ISIS say ISIL like it was like pronouns for terrorists (laughs) really
4: right I swear Who gives a fuck what they call themselves? They're shit. So when a terrorist comes in on their glider and they're raping and killing people, whoa, they called me by the wrong pronoun. You're going to jail. Yeah. ISIL. You know, we were so much freer in the past. I mean, I don't know. uh, Again, this isn't a historical document, but I've recently started watching the series Godfather of Harlem which has Forrest Whitaker as the yeah. lead character. And he's awesome. Okay. He plays a gangster in the 1950s Harlem. And it's interwoven cool. with the Malcolm X story with the Muhammad Ali, you know, going into the Muslim and all of this kind of stuff. Lots of vintage cars. I hope. In oh the background.
0: Yes. Yeah, to watch it. Then that's the only reason I, I'll watch anything anymore. See the vintage cars,
4: the vintage really. cars, and then don't forget the pointy chicks in those kind of outfits, which were yeah, fantastic. Yeah. True. Yeah, but the language. I'm like, wait, how is this getting made? Because I'm like, this is still current. This is in its I think it just finished its third season. Mm. But the language. I mean, they say all the words, and I'm like, wow, I'm kind of surprised.
0: Wow. Hmm. By the way, since you mentioned pointy chicks, I've made a mental note. I was at the gym before. Uh, I got here to do my, uh, super studio. You got to
4: get your workout in
0: to get the, rage <laughs> yeah, get, up. get the rage, get my blood pressure up or my blood. Uh, you know what? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, and they have like three or four televisions over the, you know, the treadmills and shit. And one's like always football shit. I don't care about that. And others is some nonsense, but one of them is always got Spanish language soap operas. <laughs> yes. I got to tell you those people own whoever makes those things they know pointy chick better than anybody i mean the, every woman in that show is gorgeous and they're all in great conflict and they're either slapping somebody or making out it's, it's incredible it's just a pointy chick orgy and but nobody's naked either but it's really good so i highly recommend you want to see some great
4: pointy chicks turn on a spanish language uh soap opera you'll be glad you did see now this could be a, a nefarious plot to get guys to learn how to speak Spanish oh yeah yeah I'd learn fast <laughs> well, that's what Michael Buble did I mean he married a uh, uh, what she was uh, not uh, wasn't Brazilian but somewhere around there his wife yeah. was from well I had a girlfriend for some time who was uh, Sonoran Mexican
0: half that and half Japanese she taught me a lot of Spanish great uh, you know it was great great motivator there to learn yeah. but i've forgotten most of it by now well if you don't need it that language barrier just goes right away exactly but she never taught me any japanese but I, you know i don't need that other than sushi
4: right so, right and japanese yeah. is a very hard language to learn you yeah. know we'll have to check in with our buddy void zero who runs the mighty no agenda stream yes he was learning Japanese years ago and he did a podcast with another guy, George Tremblay, I believe his last name was. Mm-hmm. And he has a bunch of the, uh, Japanese learning courses and videos and stuff. And it's always, I like the, I'm not big on the reality video type things on YouTube, but I am always amused when it's just a very plain looking white dude who can speak Mandarin and walks into a place where nobody thinks there's any (laughs) way he's going to understand. It's (laughs) It's like, Oh yeah,
7: we're not expecting that. No. Uh, Building on what's already been done, Mm -hmm. uh, including with uh, Saudi Arabia and other conflicts like uh, the conflict in Yemen, where we've had a truce now for uh, almost two years, uh, have made a huge difference. What happened uh, over the last 24 hours it doesn't go to state-to-state conflict, where Jake is exactly right. Uh, it's it's diminished. Uh, this goes to a terrorist attack by a terrorist organization. In terms of the um, intelligence, uh, there'll be plenty of time in uh, uh, days to come to look and see what anyone uh, missed, what might have, what we could have done better. Right now, Stop. Stop. the focus Stop. is
0: on... In- Stop. Yeah, there'll be plenty of time in days to come to cover our asses, spin some bullshit, and to wait until the next news cycle heats up and this fucking uh, disaster is forgotten.
4: Well, and nobody wants to talk about the billions of dollars that just went to Iran, who the ready no, has no. been tied to the funding. So yeah. you can, it's interesting because now the news is saying the United States is sending planes and troops and everything else they can send to Israel. Yeah, but we also funded the other side. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's only so much playing both sides of the fence that you can have,
3: hmm.
4: or maybe there's I mean, not. Maybe that's the whole scam. <laughs> as long as it's yeah. not your backyard, it's a lot easier yeah. to allow this stuff to go on. Mm-hmm. Now I have to ask, what is the Bluesman Blinken clip? I listened to that one and i still can't figure out what it is. Well, what it is is, um, you
0: know, this guy Blinken is a shithead, um, and he's so. He's so typical of, uh, of the regime. You know, there's a, it's a clip of him, I think, 11 days ago at a state dinner. It looks like it's, it's a, in a very, very elegant background. And there he is on stage in his suit, uh, hefting a, uh, I guess he's a lefty. He's playing a, a Stratocaster. And to the, uh, just behind him is a, is a grand piano. There's a guy, there's like an even fatter version of Alec Baldwin to his left, <laughs> who also has a strap. Who's, who's really basically carrying, you know, the, the, the music because he's doing the fills and, and so forth. That, that, that guy, you know, he knows what he's doing. And, um, and then I guess somewhere off stage, I think there's a drum kit in there as well. So, well anyway, the point is people have often said politics is show business for ugly people. Well, as, as this clip will prove, it's also show business for talentless people. <laughs> and, and Blinken actually fucking thinks he can play the guitar. And he does this little blues riff, which is, you know, I've said for years, I love the blues. I'm a big blues fan, but I've always maintained it's, it's misnamed. It should be called the blue. There's nothing plural. (laughs) It's the same fucking chord progression that's been going on for a hundred years, done 10 million different ways. And it really does take, it takes a master. It takes a, you know, it takes a BB King or an Albert King or a Clapton or Stevie Ray or a Albert Collins to take this, the sameness of the blues and wring something fresh and new and innovative out of it. It really does. That's why these guys became giants, okay? But for your average schlubbo, three-chord Johnny dickhead like Blinken, it's the equivalent of some pimple-faced nine-year-old hefting a $300 squire at Guitar Center and lumbering through, you know, smoke on the water. Fuck off, Blinken. You're not a guitarist, you suck you absolutely suck but it's never enough you're like maybe the third most powerful guy in his fucking regime but now you gotta be a rock star too okay it's never enough for these assholes very similar to Bubba Clinton you know what 25 years ago with his fucking saxophone and Ray-Bans you know he really sucked too but the the unwashed (laughs) the masses are asses so before you I play this I'm gonna read to you some of the comments um that the morons who, who witnessed this abortion of a, of a you know a musical uh, debut on uh, on uh, on YouTube said about uh, his playing, if I can fucking find it. No, where is it? Oh, and here it was, is. was. Was he better than a Bubba, or on the same uh, level? We'll oh, I say. think Bubba was better than than this. Guy. I mean, this guy literally plays no more than three notes. Okay, and anybody who's you know is a passing acquaintance with you know how music is made would recognize that. But these people are so stupid. And the comments, listen to this one from B- Bill C8094, 10 days ago said, oh, I'm no fan of Blinken, but this was amazing. <laughs> amazing? <laughs> amazing. There's another, Blinken is damn good at playing and singing. Keep jamming, man. I mean, people are fucking imbeciles. So, with that said, go ahead, have a listen. <laughs> yeah, it's a little First bit it, of music here.
4: Yeah, he's got to fuck around a little bit act like, like he's, you know, you got to get doing. the tuning right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, at least he's got a, a little drum kit out there somewhere. Somebody playing piano.
0: Yeah. Oh, stop, stop. Oh, his vocalizations. Tell me, tell me, tell me. He's not trying to do Jimi Hendrix. Listen to that. Let's see here. I mean, it's like going At back Vocally. The, going vocally. Back and the guitar is, Jimmy, he could have to live nine lifetimes to, you know, to be Jimmy Henry. He's, he's, he's definitely trying to do Jimmy's voice. Let's see
7: here.
4: I think he is an octave up Elvis. He's trying to be. Really? Yeah, I'm hearing a little more Elvis Okay. So let's hear.
7: Going be a man, child,
0: be son of the gun gonna make jump and shine. In the world know what it's all about
8: you know I hate.
4: he's not bringing any passion to it either it's
0: well, all. there's nothing there. if i mean you, you you can't there's nowhere to hide if you if you know guitar and you look at his hands he's literally playing three notes it's the guy to his left who's doing all the you know Putting it down, then of course the piano guy and the drums. He's got so much, he's got so much camouflage for his lack of, of musical ability. <laughs> Here, here's another, another fucking quote that just blew back my hair.
9: Wow, amazing. It would have been more amazing if President Biden accompanied Secretary Blinken
4: <laughs> with a stunning <laughs> blues sound from a hot, flaming harmonica. Oh man. I mean, what the fuck? I'm just, I would, I would have rather had Joey doing. The lyrics that would have been entertaining, at least. No, they should have had him uh, alongside getting an enema. That would have been perfect. (laughs) But it sounded the same. Yes, Digi Guru says, you know, he's doing a shitty Elvis, so he's here in Elvis, and then Billy Bones in the troll room says, I can hear both Elvis and Jimmy, so maybe that's his combination platter of
0: uh, maybe his inspiration.
4: Maybe he's not doing it well. He's not bringing the passion. He's not bringing. I mean, the one thing you got to have with when you're doing that kind of a blues thing, is you got to have the grizzle to it. You can't be singing sweet to no. a blues tune, and you got to no. bring the you got to bring that growl. You got to bring it in. Not well, you got to have testicles to do that. He right. doesn't. Right. You know. You so you got to have testicles. Yeah. So I mean,
0: it's just it's just like I said. It's never and these are not, these are not serious people. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, please. Who the fuck does this in that position? It just, I think it kind of undermines any perceived authority or gravitas he might have. He just looks like a fucking idiot. I want to be idiot.
4: Well, that I think he is. There you go.
3: Knows I
4: yeah, I mean, really nothing. And that's, I mean, nothing. That's enough to hear. That's enough. That's all. That's all you get. I certainly wouldn't hear that and go, wow, that was the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, well, you're not on the, in the YouTube
0: comment section.
4: Now, if obviously. this was a, uh, like a 16-year-old kid with no arms and no legs and no teeth, then I'd be like, wow, that was pretty impressive. That was pretty good, yeah. yeah. For, for Anthony, and no. No. I didn't, you know, as you said, he wasn't even playing a solo guitar, so. No. What he has been uh, relegated to is what most people can pick up within a couple of weeks of picking up a guitar, which is you can play a few chords exactly and you can strum them and i yeah. realized that was very easy if i wanted to play the solos that mark Knopfler was playing i realized i was going to have to spend a lifetime to perfect that. yeah yeah and, and again you know the, the blues like i said it should be called the blues if you want to sort of copy
0: um the style you know this kind of stuff that uh, george benson west montgomery eric johnson roy buchanan you ain't picking that up in two weeks baby <laughs> maybe a lifetime but you're not going to be able to copy any of their stuff
4: at all. So, I mean, it's fun if you want to get up there and just play. Yes. But why the reaction? Why? And this is, again, we cover people. We don't break down the media. We break down people. Like, why is anybody impressed with this? What is going on in their life? Or is this from a farm? You know, was this bought and sold? Was this somebody just went, Hey, I need a, I need a few hundred people to write good comments about this. So we, we can look better. Yeah. I mean, that's the here, other here's, possibility. Yes. Here's one guy, somebody who calls himself the WOTE, wo guess
0: worst of all time. Right. <laughs> better than that the GOAT. Right. It's the- better than the GOAT. This guy says, uh, as a guitar player, what he did here was close to zero. Had the gentleman in the black shirt not been there, this little jam would have unraveled like a ball of string. And that would be the guy that I said was like the fat Ale- fatter Alec Baldwin, who was you know, certainly competent on his guitar and he carried it all. And Blank Lincoln is just basically just like, I don't know. Like, what was he was almost, it was almost like guitar karaoke. Right. Or really. guitar hero. You're
4: not even really playing. Yeah. You're just following yeah, along right. on the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. So all, well, it's like the rest <laughs> of the Biden administration. It's all for, yes. looks. all for show. It's all for, it's all for show. There's no, no, there's no, nothing there. No nothing. substance. All for show. No, nothing. Yeah. It's exactly <laughs> what it is. And uh, before we get too far away from the Israeli thing, I had to bring, and this one, we'll probably play less than the full clip, although I said that the last time we brought a Mark Levin clip, as a Jewish American, he is not very happy. I'd imagine not. With what's going on. So at any time you want to stop this one, just give a holler. Okay. I'm going to
10: point out a couple of things to you. I said I'm going to get some things off my chest, and I am. Trump killed Soleimani the head Nazi, really, of the Iranian military. Trump was destroying the Iranian economy with brutal sanctions. The Iranians were rising up. They don't like that government. They don't like the Nazi government in Tehran. And they're now being mowed down, slaughtered, raped, imprisoned, God knows what, because of our current policies. Trump was Israel's greatest friend in the Oval Office ever. Can that be said of Obama or Biden? No. Biden reversed everything.
0: Wait a minute. Stop. I guess he hasn't listened to Keith Olbermann.
4: (laughs) He said Trump was uh, in prison camps and was Hitler. Right. So who's right here? Uh, I think we know which one's correct. (laughs) And we know that that was the knee jerk reaction because that was, I was watching an interview with somebody. I don't remember who it was. But the question was asked when it came to the border policy, why did Biden change it immediately upon entering? And now, I mean, you can go down that rabbit hole and be like, well, Joe's political future thought we need and you can make that case. But the simple answer that this guy gave, which I thought was genius, was, well, because Trump did it, so it had to be undone. Yeah, it sounds about right. It didn't matter what it was. It was that they told everybody that Trump was such a bad president that anything he did, even the things that were working, had to be immediately undone. And it's like, you know what? That makes even more sense. I mean, sure, you can make the ideological argument that the Biden administration and the Democrats wanted to bring in all the immigrants which I believe that is the case but even more so than wanting that they had to undo what Trump did yeah well
0: I think it was a, it was a great um an easy uh an easy play for them but yeah I think at the heart of it even uh, I, I take the the other view of that Darren that yeah of course they have to undo what Trump did but at the same time they wanted to open that 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 uh, border to the floodgates so they can swell those voter rolls which they're which they're doing you know And so why not? Since everybody was orange man bad, all orange man policies bad. It was a, it was a, you know,
4: it was a double form. Well, and the interesting thing, right. As we talked about on the last show, which is, oh, why, why are people coming here? (laughs) You know, we're spending time. We're spending money. The idiot mayor of Chicago is going down to the border to try to figure this out. Our vice president's been trying to figure this out for a couple of years now on the video. Which again, I highly recommend Peter Santangelo coming into Chicago. One of the places he ran into was one of the police stations where a lot of the migrants are, Mm -hmm. including a bunch from Venezuela. And he had a conversation with them. And one of the questions he asked them was, Well, how was the journey? Some harrowing stories. And he asked, Would you, knowing what you know now, would you make This journey, again,
3: they all said no. Really? I
4: mean, this is, again, you want to talk bait and switch? For these folks, I'm sure they did this arduous journey. They left their country, whether it's Venezuela or anywhere else. They left some very bad situations in the belief that once they got to the United States, things would be better, and what they're seeing is they're not they're not better yeah. than what they left.
0: Well, I think that's also part of the uh, the regime's disinformation campaign. I mean, Joey basically, you know, clearly spread the word that the borders open, come on in, we're going to take care of you, we won't deport you and God knows
3: what other how how else they sugarcoated that message. Yes.
4: And convince people to come on down and then they get here and there's no place to live. Yeah. Sleeping on the Floor of a police station, not a long term thing you want to be doing. They're hungry. They don't have money. They can't get permits to work. I did think it was interesting in another article that I had read talking about the amount of money. There was another woman that came in from Venezuela that got whatever she needed here in Chicago to go out, whether she got a a permit or not from the city, I don't know. But she went out and started selling food on the street. Okay. And she said she was making like $65 a day. Which seems like zero because it is almost zero. That's like podcasting money. Yes. But she said that was three months salary, I believe, back home. And where was home? I believe Venezuela. Wow. So $65, that was like three months. Yeah, I understand why they come here. Yeah. But then, when you have no place to live, it's like the concept that you're going to be able to show up. You are going to have some place to live. There's are plenty of jobs for everybody. That is currently not the case. No, it's never been the case. But well, no, not to this extent. I mean, there's always been for years. You know, come on in. There were jobs that the Americans didn't want to do, and I think there still are. But this is also going down the line of the insanity. One of the big wins in Chicago this past week was the mayor and the city council all passing getting rid of the wages for people that work on tips. So they're hmm. wiping that out. And they're all going to have a minimum wage within 5 years. Hmm. And people are cheering this and I'm thinking what this is only thing this is going to do is put restaurants out of business. Sure yeah because you can't have it both ways yeah but no that's uh that's all they see well again this comes down to well you want to pay your fast food workers 20 bucks an hour it's like well but then nobody wants to pay 20 bucks for a burger you see how that works Hmm. but i thought it was very interesting that the people coming in from venezuela were like we would not we would not do it do it again i mean that's what if you want to if you well, want to fix this problem that's the information you need in the places people are leaving
0: yeah but the guy he, he i think he uh, neglected to ask the follow-up question would be well will you go back to venezuela true
4: I mean, they may be. right Now that it's, uh, really? I mean, I'd like to know that. I mean, that's that's the real thing. No, so now that it's in the 40s in Chicago, and you if you're sleeping outside, <laughs> yeah. in tents, is it already in the 40s there? Really? Yeah. Wow. It, I mean, this is this is Chicago. I mean, I yeah, make Chicago. fun of it all the time because you really yeah. you go from yeah. having to have the air conditioning on because you go from an 85 degree day. And once it breaks, it's like, oh, it's 60 from now on. It, it doesn't yeah. go for like 85 to 83 to 80 to 78. To, no, no, yeah. just breaks. just goes away. Yeah. But I digress. We were letting the great run. Great one. Mark Levin. Yes, yes. Talk about the situation going on in the Biden administration and Israel. He reversed everything. Yes, he reversed everything. Biden rebuilt
10: the Iranian war machine. I'll prove it in a minute. I'm sure the reporters and others getting information from the Biden Pentagon and White House won't tell you this. No, no, no. I'll tell you this. Biden rebuilt the Palestinian war machine. They were all on their heels. That's why there wasn't a war when Donald Trump was president between the Nazi terrorists and the Iranian Nazi regime and the Israelis. And the Israelis today are paying with their lives. I told you I'm not candy coating a damn thing around here. And I'm not going to. Now, what do I mean that Biden rebuilt the Iranian war machine? Well, the $6 billion is in this account, and it'll be that account. Okay, forget about the $6 billion. Although, the idea that a president of the United States would give $6 billion, or allowed to be given, the Iranian regime that threatens the United States of America, that's unleashing holy Nazi-like hell on the Jewish people in Israel, and is threatening to get nukes? That's insane, in and of itself. Iran's illicit oil exports hit five-year high. Free Beacon, Adam Cradle. How is that possible? We have sanctions on the oil. How is that possible? Trump put sanctions in there. Well, Biden didn't exactly lift them, but he's not enforcing them. Listen to this. Iranian oil exports, a principal source of income for Tehran's cash-strapped regime increased by 35% from 2021 to 2022. Gee, who was president then? Indicating that the Biden administration is not enforcing sanctions meant to prevent these sales. Oh, there's more. Get ready. I bet you haven't heard this all day. Amid this uptick in Iranian aggression, the Biden administration has failed to enforce sanctions on Tehran's oil trade, which benefits China, Syria, Venezuela, Iranian oil sales stood at $44 billion as of August 2022, a 77% increase from Trump's last year in office, with analysis attributing the rise to President Biden's, quote, terminally lax sanctions enforcement. Although the Biden administration has been armed with the intelligence information to seize at least six illicit Iranian oil ships in recent months, It has detained one ship in the past year, likely to appease Tehran amid diplomatic talks to restart the 2015 nuclear deal. Biden has also provided sanction waivers, permitting Iran access to $10 billion that was frozen in Iraq. Oh, but that $6 billion in that account, in that account, Biden is funding Iran and rebuilt their damn military after Trump had it on its back. Let's be honest now. The fact is that sanctions relief to Iran is fungible. And Iran has been using these resources to go from, listen to this, America, this affects us, 2% enriched uranium and not installing advanced centrifuges under the Trump administration to racing towards nuclear weapons under Biden, becoming a nuclear threshold state, enriching more than 60% enriched uranium. 2% to 60%. Can you imagine if the Iranian Tehran Nazi regime had nuclear weapons today? Because that's what's coming. And then Biden has secret negotiations with the Iranians. Congress can't even get access to the information other than eight or so people. They keep saying, what are you negotiating? We need to know what's going on. And they keep pushing them away, pushing them away. I don't have to tell you anything, the administration tells Congress. Then they pick exactly the wrong guy, this guy named Malloy, to negotiate. Who's sympathetic with the Iranians. And now, of course, he doesn't even have a classified, uh, uh, what do you call, clearance.
4: What's that all about? And he goes on and on. But, I mean, this is something that I think a lot of people in the United States look at and go, why do we even care about Israel? Why do we care about what's going on in Iran? And the reason would be that everything is interconnected now. Indeed. You don't get to have the, oh no, we're just, uh, somebody had a meme, which was somebody telling George Washington about something going on in the Middle East. And he was like, who the fuck cares about the Middle East? It's not the way it is anymore. You can't just be like, well, we're going to ignore it. Because you see how quickly these things happen. And I don't think there is a question that the $6 billion being sent over from the United States to Iran. It's like that under, and it's easy to play the politics game, the party game, but I can't see any Republican conservative sending any money like that over to Iran and Biden and them. They think, oh, well, it's fine because why do they think they're not going to get caught up in this web that they the, giving back, It's like the same thing, I guess. As allowing murderers to be on the streets. You know, we can't keep them in jail. No, no bail. No bail. JB Pritzker doesn't want bail. Nope. That's unfair. That is racist to have to have bail. And then they go, Wow, why is crime exploding? Like, well, because the people that are committing the crime, you're allowing them on the streets. Which yeah. is one of the interesting things about also watching the Godfather of Harlem. Is that they used to have a code. That was it. I mean, they went to war with the fellow, you know, their rival gangs. But there was a code that you didn't get the average person involved. Not anymore. Well, it's, it's according to the guys writing those. Scripts, of course. <laughs> of course. But there is. But. I mean, there has been in the city of Chicago, which is what I'm most familiar with. hmm. Familiar with the stories of, and I believe we have talked about it on this show, when they decided to go out and round up all of the elder gang members, and a lot of them went away, right. there was a massive power vacuum from a bunch of young idiots who didn't know what they were doing, mm-hmm. and were like, wow, we can make all this money, we can have yeah. the power, Yeah. and they didn't know how to temper that with, you know... If we just back this down a little bit and we don't, you know, kill a bunch of school kids, you know, people will let us do what we want a little more. The police or don't really do it,
0: care. Or they could do it like that guy in El Salvador did with that, that prison that owes 40,000 right. 40, gang. Right. Just
4: sweep everybody up in one shot. Problem solved. You're all caged now. <laughs> well, and that is it. This is, I don't understand your average. Democrat slash liberal who continues to deny and will continue to have that debate with you that well, all guns need to go away, but criminals don't. Is it true that, uh, you
0: know, there's a big thing about that uh, guy in Brooklyn and Bed-Stuy, which by the way, was like a, 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 an absolute no go zone when I was growing up in New York, you know, it's like your friend in Inglewood, you know, can you kind of get around there in daytime and nighttime? No, 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 no. And I guess I'd heard that it's been gentrified that now it's very Tony real estate. I don't know, but it wasn't. It wasn't gentrified for that uh, for that uh, social justice warrior at four a.m. when some guy cut his guts out on the sidewalk. Um, but they said that the girlfriend refused to give a description of the assailant to the police because she thought that would be racist. Is that true, or is that just?
4: <laughs> I did not hear that, but I
0: could. Yeah, see. I don't. I mean, because you you gotta question everything. You really do. You know, so. But right. I mean, she, there were pictures of her wearing an ACAB T-shirt and big thumbs up next to the license. A vanity plate on a Volvo, which may or may not have been hers. It said K Marks.
4: So this is what you're dealing with. You know, these are ideologues. Well, it's one of those things where you can watch the video of 50, 100 kids ransacking a store or whatever. And you can usually tell. Because in Chicago in the summer, you're not fully covered up. You can tell what color their skin is. But again, if you say it was 50 black kids, no, that's, that's racist. It's like, well, no, it's a description. It's like, there's a lot of really good people of all colors, but to deny, it's like, that's like saying, well, the KKK, that would be racist to say it was a bunch of white guys.
0: And I saw one um, headline when this, when the guy that, um, the, the uh, suspect um, was captured it said crying teen apprehended not not, not knife wielding murderer crying.
4: crying teen yes yes, <laughs> yes. and this is wow. how they use the words and there's something it's like well the word teen to me says nothing in it For, if anything it's pretty clear that they're trying to Deflect, they're trying to put a different picture into your mind because teen can be a 13 year old, Mm -hmm. which most people would be like, well, a 13 year old probably most people would be like, well, that's just a kid. Yeah. But it's also a 19 year old. Right. One day from their 20th birthday, it's still a teen. Yep. Most people will look at that and be like, well, no, that's an adult. Sure. So using the word, it's always very interesting. When you see how things are described and it is, it's really disgusting that even the story which, uh, which broke about the great Red Sox knuckleballer, Tim Wakefield having brain cancer. And then he passed away just within days of that story breaking. But one of the guys that had mentioned it, and I guess it was a secret and people didn't want to know was Kurt Schilling who is a known horrible Republican conservative, you know, who has spoken out against things such as trans and the news story on this breaking was, you know, Kurt Schilling disgraced MLB player, you know, anti-trans. It's like the media is horrible. Absolutely horrible. They are worthless at this point. If you are consuming them, and don't understand the subtext, you are really hurting, I think, your well-being and your life. Now, I read a lot of news stories, but I also understand what's going on, and then usually just get mad or laugh about how bad it is yeah. when they push something in one particular direction. But for most people who have no idea, may have never heard of Kurt Schilling before and be like, oh, well, he's a horrible, racist, homophobe, anti-trans person.
0: It's the same people that think Blinken can play guitar.
4: Right. Right. It's like, when's he releasing an album? That's what I want to (laughs) know. Can we have a Biden's biting dog barking? Can we do that? Like one of those old barking Christmas songs we could have.
0: Those are great. The Blinken barking. It's only a couple
4: of months till we'll be hearing those again, Darren. Well, I, can, can Moose uh, put together a few new tracks for us? Can you he? Know, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll talk to him. See what he says.
4: But <laughs> a couple. Uh, <laughs> it'd be great for a Christmas extravaganza. <laughs> we can bring something new to the table. <laughs> now you've got a clip here. It's Tommy Robinson. Yeah, Palestine. As long as we're still in this, uh, in this zone. This guy. I
0: tripped over this one, and um, I'd never heard of this guy. And then I, I looked him up on Wikipedia, and uh, they they clearly they they're not fond of him at all. So you know, take from that what you will. But you know, he, the guy might be totally full of shit. Again, you know, I am so far from an expert on Middle East uh, uh, goings on. It's not even funny. Um, this guy claims he's been both to the Gaza and to Israel, and and is says he's got boots on the ground experience there. And he is an interesting uh, what I what I brought. Partly what I chose him for is not just what he's saying, but the way he's saying it. he's kind of a surrogate for Scott Labido this. Week. Oh, Tommy. Tommy doesn't hold back any uh, any language as he talks.
8: So all those people before you come out screaming about helping Palestine, have any of you fucking ever been there? Oh, so he's a
0: British uh, Labido exactly well i guess i mean i shouldn't say exactly but yeah and, and, he, and he he looks like a fairly rough customer i don't think i'd want to mix it up with him he doesn't he looks like he's kind of has a take no shit uh, demeanor and look and he's walking along a beach shirtless obviously you know recording himself as he does this. and he looks like uh he looks uh fairly formidable so
8: have you ever gone on the ground to speak to people as i have yeah? i went into I went into Fatah-controlled refugee camps, yeah? I spent time with children, I spent time with families. to understand who's oppressing them. The Palestinian Authority are oppressing them. Hamas are oppressing them, okay? Hamas are ISIS. Make no fucking mistake about it. Stop. Hamas...
0: As Obama said, uh, ISIS is ISIL. I wish even this fucking (laughs) guy would get it straight. (laughs) You don't the- hear ISIL when it, dude, don't you remember? I mean, that used to always make me laugh. Like, Obama would be correcting people saying it's not ISIS, it's ISIL. <laughs> right. You it because- was so funny. I was like, who the fuck cares what you're calling them? Right.
4: Yeah. Because the biggest problem wasn't the fact that you have terrorists <laughs> committing atrocities, it's <laughs> right. getting the letter wrong. Getting the right. <laughs> now you got the pronoun. this fucking guy, he's been there and he's calling by the wrong thing. Uh huh. Well, I was interested in one thing with Levin. I had not heard anybody referring to the Iranians as Nazis. No, I hadn't heard that either. That was fresh. So it's an interesting laying over of a different time on top of this to be like, well, now that's who these people are. Yeah.
8: are ISIS. Hamas were the democratically elected group that govern the Palestinians. Yeah, that's right. They elected ISIS to govern them. Then they stopped having elections, of course. They are murderers, so if you're gay, yeah, and you want to stand there and say, oh, I support the Palestinian people, I support Hamas, basically I support the against Israel, they would execute you. If you're one of these women who wears a Celtic top, who flies the Palestinian flag, try fucking walking through there, you stupid bitch. Try going to Palestine, going to their areas and taking a stroll down that street, darling. See how you get on, because they are barbarians. They're animals, which is what you're witnessing now, okay? So, I'm very openly, and not because of I'm shilling, not because Israel gives me jack shit, never has, okay? But because it's the only democracy surrounded by totalitarian, fucking horrible, Islamic Sharia-driven shitholes. That's why, okay?
0: All right. So, so that's, that's Tommy's take. And everybody's got to take. Everybody's got to take. And his was salty. So there yes. it is.
3: <laughs> we,
4: like <salty.
0: laughs> we like salty. We this like salty. This is sal- planet rage, not planet, uh, you know, Cupcake? milk toast. Yeah, right. Milk right. Right.
4: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, although cupcakes are good. I mean, they're not good for you. That sugar will kill you. That's true. But they are good. I agree. But everything does get very quickly rolled into all Palestinians are bad. All Israelis are bad. and. I think we understand that there are levels of gray in here. I'm sure there's a lot of people fighting on both sides who are true believers. And there's other people like, well, I have to do this because of this, this, and this. And it's not a simple. I mean, it's been going on for decades, generations, and we're certainly not going to come up with a solution on this show or anywhere else. Hell no. And no one else is, by the way. No one. You know, it's one of those things where, again, going back to the uh, Godfather of Harlem, there was one scene where the head of the Black Mafia family and the head of one of the Italians, you know, they they're both working together, and it's always interesting when you know it's kind of very you know, the James Bondish thing where you have two characters which you know are enemies, but they will get together and chat, which is, uh,
0: uh, it's always funny, isn't it?
4: Uh-huh. It's like, well, okay. I, I mean, I kind of get it. They really have to build the, you know, the story around that as well. You're not, mm. you know, the other families, this would start a war, blah, blah, blah. But it's interesting when you have two people that obviously hate each other. And there was a line in one of this where, well, you know, this is going to go because it's like, it was an escalation, which very much like what you have going on in the real world an escalation of violence where the two guys are like, well, you know, this isn't going to end until one of us is dead. That's kind of what it seems like this is going to turn into. Eventually oh, yeah. one side's going to just have to blow the other one off the face of the earth. It does appear that way.
0: It does. And that's why this easily could be, you know, world war three. It could be, Hey, it could be the big lights out for everyone. Gabriel, Gabriel will blow his horn. I mean, I it's where it all started. Maybe it's where it's all going to end. Who could yes. say, I mean, the red heifer thing, that prophecy. I did a show about that when I was doing uh, um, uh, Sinner's Sinner Sunday. Sunday. All the, the, Yeah, we the need, need more of prophecy. that in this world. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, it's supposedly that, that, uh, that thing has been fulfilled again recently. So hey, who knows? I don't know.
4: Sir, truck driver suggests an asteroid strike, which is maybe what we need. Maybe I'm ready. I'm ready for that, for a sure. Well placed yeah, okay. asteroid strike. Well, you've got. I mean, you've got the uh, five decades worth of food and electricity stored up. And it's actually, like, no, I got. I got about two days worth of tuna fish. That's it. and I'm done. <laughs> I'm starving. Well, see, that's more fun. You have guns and ammo, at least, right? No, they were all lost in a tragic. Oh, wow, well,
0: that's so, horrible. Yeah, that, that is, is horrible. So. It is horrible. So I'm dumb basically defenseless here. I'm up Shit's Creek with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, but you have an attack dog. So you've got that. That's at true. Least going who, who for will, you. He will piss on your shoes if you annoy him. So yeah. <laughs> Beware.
4: Yes. I mean, that would definitely keep me away. I don't know about most people, but it's like, I don't know. That doesn't sound like any fun.
0: Don't fuck with moose. If you value your hush
4: puppies. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, we have, this is going back to, um, uh, I mean, if we want to talk about corruption in the government. Oh, yeah. This is a clip that's like 12 years old. Dug it up. Send it Mm in. And since it was from the Illinois State Senate or House, because this is must be the House because it's representative. Mike boast. But I mean, just shows you that things are not really changing. Even this 12 years later.
5: Right. Total. or in one person's hands, not the American way. These damn bills that come out here all the damn time come out here in the last bucket. And I got to try to figure out how to vote for my people.
4: What did he say? That he has to, he has to figure out how to vote Mm -hmm. for his people because this was, it reminded me of the Nancy Pelosi quote of, you have to pass the bill in order to find out what's in it. Yes. His complaint, and he threw a bunch of papers up in the air at the beginning of this and like swatted at him mm-hmm. because I guess this uh, Illinois, I mean, we know how they do politics here. Yeah, we're doing the same thing as the uh, U.S. government, which was putting out. Here's the bill. Mm-hmm. Now vote. And there's no time to read it. Right. Just no, vote. You got to vote. Here's the bill. You, you vote yes or no. Like, well, how can you vote yes or no without looking at what's in it? They don't want you to look at what's in it.
5: Mm-hmm. Are you, you should be ashamed of yourselves. I'm sick of it. Every year we give a It was not made that way in the Constitution. He was around when it was written. Now we give a, we pass rules that stop each one of us. Enough. I feel like somebody trying to be released from Egypt. Let my people go. My God, they sent me here to vote for them. They sent me here to vote for them, to argue for them. But I'm trapped. I'm trapped by rules that have been forced down our throats. Folks, we live in a democracy, but not here, but not here. So you go back and you tell your people, I'd like to do that. But the speaker has so much power, so much control. And each one of us doing their districts. And have to go back and say that. And you can say on your side of the aisle, oh, no, no, that's not the case. But yes, you do. All of us know you got to deal with it. When's it going to stop?
4: He's a little bit of a Sam Kinison delivery for him. A little bit of a Kinison
0: delivery. And uh, that doesn't sound like a Chicagoan accent. Where's that guy from? It was probably
4: or from uh, Southern Illinois. Really? Okay. Shows you what I know. But now the Madigan, uh, the Madigan era is done. He was taken down. So, I mean, you can right. say that nothing ever changes, but you're, <laughs> one guy's gone, but I don't think the corruption's gone. I, I, I bet you're right about that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I was at a ball game. I wound up in, uh, in Madigan's skybox mm-hmm. with his kid, my buddy that was the mayor of one of the towns around here and uh, Barack Obama's buddy that first hired him when he got to Chicago. So that, I mean, there were some interesting times at the ballpark. Mm, yeah. It was an interesting subsection of folks. Mm-hmm. You could always get a good political conversation. And, and back then you'd act, you didn't get shot at the ballpark. Yeah. See, they still it's haven't time figured for the that asteroid. out. Yes, it is time for the asteroid. It really is. White Sox fans have been hoping for that one for years. <laughs> like, give us that. Give us more. <laughs> give us more of that. Uh, now, yeah. <laughs> we do have uh, a clip here that my buddy Gene sent me because he likes oh. to send me all sorts of stuff. Always like, listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Oh, wait a minute. Is this Gene the Russian? Yes. We'll say it like he'd say it. What's <laughs> the matter with you? <laughs> Well, we like to give him the uh, actually I'd like to give him more of CSB's voice because that's funny when you then do the Russian thing. All right. But, uh, you know, we don't do clips on unrelenting. I mean, hell, we barely prepare to do unrelenting. But this was (laughs) from Donald Trump doing a speech talking about, you know, basically breaking down how he thinks Joe Biden is doing. Hmm. I mean, spoilers. He thinks he's a buffoon. Okay.
9: Does anybody think he's gonna make it to the starting gate? I mean, the guy can't find his way off of a stage. Look, here's a stage. Here's a stage. I've never seen this stupid stage before, right? I've never seen it. But if I walk left, there's a stair. And if I walk right, there's a stair. And this guy gets up. Where am I?
4: Now he's like doddering around. Oh yeah, it was great. Love that clip. He's doing some good um, physical comedy good. here. Trump is good comedy. Yes, good stick. He good Where, stick. Am I? Where
9: am? I? Nah, he's terrible. Terrible. You know, I'm much tougher on him than I used to be. Out of respect for the office, I was never like. He's the most corrupt president, the most incompetent president we've ever had. But when they indicted me, and then again and again and again, I was never indicted. <laughs> Now I'm setting records. Al Capone was not indicted so much. Alphonse Capone. If you looked at Al Capone in the wrong way, he'd kill you. He was not indicted like me. I was never indicted. I didn't know. When they taught me at the Wharton School of Finance, they didn't talk about indictment. No, it's a disgrace what's happening. They've weaponized elections. They've done everything. I mean, these are very bad people. But I used to talk... Relatively nicely about him. I wouldn't go out of my way. I wouldn't say the things I say now now I'm just all in because these people are bad and they're dangerous And we have to stop them. I Wouldn't say what I say now. I never did I joke. I'd I'd have a little fun with it But I wouldn't call him I call him the worst president in history I call him the most corrupt president in history and I call him The most incompetent president. Other than that, he's doing a fabulous job, I think, ladies and gentlemen. we're doing a fabulous
4: job. And I have to say, after hearing Joe, so many clips that we've brought to this show and elsewhere, hearing Joe Biden try to stumble his way around a sentence, anybody that tries to put Donald Trump in that same category is just lying. Because whether you like his politics or not, he is a hell of a public speaker. And a very sharp dude. Yeah, and that's it.
3: You can't uh, confuse him very easily. And
0: I got to say, you know, he really has uh, either he he lacks the uh, the mean streak that I have, or he has this tremendous uh, ability to harness his own uh, <laughs> its own vitriol. Because I thought what are you saying about Joey was actually pretty kind, considering what an asshole he is. So it's very impressive that that Trump can hold back. And, you know, instead of just saying he's corrupt, he's he's a fucking grifting thief, right? He's, he's a serial liar. He's a punk. He's a bully. He's got some bad racist marks against him in his career. He's just he's he's a junk human being. That's what I'd say about Joe. So kudos to but those are, kudos to Trump to kind of hold back as he did and, and keep it. I thought it was still pretty civil what he was saying.
4: Yes, which most, I mean, even the stuff that he posts that everybody says is so horrible, obviously, those are the kind of people who have never heard a Scott Lebido or a Larry right. Blidner go off. Yeah. Because they're like, oh my God, can you believe that the president said this? Yeah. And it's like, yes, yes, I can. But here you notice, I'll let him talk a little more. He can make sentences and they make sense.
9: Along with cookie Joe Biden, Newsom is also killing our car industry. Your cars are ridiculous, what's happening. And crushing our great automakers in Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, North Carolina and South Carolina, crushing them. Under his leadership, this is Newsom, California has imposed the most ridiculous car regulations anywhere in the world with mandates to Move to all electric cars. The problem with an electric car, number one, you lose all your jobs because they're all going to be made in China and other countries. They're not going to be made here at all. I was up in uh, the other day in Michigan, like the other night, we had an incredible crowd. And they were the United Auto Workers, auto workers and and others, but we were sort of focused on the auto workers. I said, you got to endorse Trump because I'm going to save your industry. We're going to have a thriving car industry. This lunatic is going to destroy. He's going to go all electric. Think about all electric. And I have no problem with electric. You should be able to buy an electric car. You should buy a gas fired car. You should buy a hybrid. You should buy whatever the hell you want. I mean, some people like electric. If you want to drive for 14 minutes to the candy store, electric is very good. But if you actually want to get into a car and drive for a few hours, you know they're doing a couple of other ones with electric they're going electric crazy uh it doesn't work uh they want all electric army tanks now think of this (laughs) i know right yeah Yeah. so they want to have an army tank that's electric you can't get it recharged it doesn't go far enough it doesn't go strong enough but they want to have electric so that we can we go into enemy territory we will blast the shit out of everybody But at least we will go in with environmentally nice equipment.
4: (laughs) And you know, that's what they want. That's what
0: they want. Like, why don't death machine, a death thing is made for one thing to fucking kill people efficiently. But don't hurt that atmosphere. Don't hurt that environment.
4: Yeah. And after you drive three miles, you have to park somewhere and find a charging station. Yes. I don't understand that because that's not going to be feasible.
9: Well, can you believe it? Then they want to have, then they want to have our jet fighters, our jet fighters at our best way to go, they can make a turn on the size of a dime, bomb, bomb. They want to use fuel that's a little bit better for the environment. So that as we're attacking some country, trying to devastate some country because they've been bad to us, We go in, we're dropping bombs all over the place, but at least we're not leaving any environmental footprint. (laughs) These people are crazy. And the problem is, you know, I stopped it because they came to see me. Sir, we have a new fighter jet. We think it's environmentally friendly. I said, who cares if it's if you're dropping bombs all over the place? You're shooting everybody. No, it's true. He's shooting everybody. No, we think it's environmental. I said, what's the bad side? Well, there is one problem. It's about 15% less effective. That's a lot. You know what 15% is for a fighter jet? The difference between being shot down and shooting the other guy down. That's the difference. That's a big difference.
4: Yeah. I don't think Biden understands that part, though.
0: He, he, he does. He doesn't give a shit. He truly doesn't. I mean, as you, I think you said this last time, I mean, that guy has flipped on basically everything he ever said Yes, just to achieve power. He is, he has no morals whatsoever, no scruples. He will say and endorse anything to keep his power. And he's, he's proven that again and again, he's a total fraud.
4: And they don't admit it. I mean, I don't understand no. how you get up and say, well, I'm all for abortion up until the point of the baby being born, but I'm a Catholic. Yeah. Like, what? And again, it's not a gotcha type game. No. There have been a lot of Catholic politicians who have said, you know, my own personal viewpoint is this, but my constituents, this is what they want. Now, those two things don't always have to go together. And a lot of times they don't. Right. But Joey. Isn't even smart enough to say, well, I may be against this, but, you know, I have to go by the will of the people. He's afraid to even say, sure, I'm against it because he knows that this. uh, This terrorist group, which has taken over the left. And I think they are a terrorist group when you really look at the stuff they've done. Yes. Yes. The tactics that have been used now for a long time, going back to the. uh, Let's go back to the Alinsky method. Let's understand what the Obamas were trained on. Mm -hmm. Let's understand exactly. And for people who've never looked at this stuff and you look at, well, how does the Alinsky method, how do they go after somebody? It's like, well, you, you separate them, you totally humiliate them, you, I mean, it's like following down that little playbook of exactly what's going on, what they're doing to Trump, which is we're trying to humiliate him. We're making everybody think that he's one thing when he's not. Truth doesn't really matter. No. And where was
3: that? uh, Where's that Trump clip recorded?
4: He was talking before it was uh, in California. Really? Yeah. At a campaign event, which I mean, I guess there's at least a few conservatives in California, but it was, I mean, this was just a small little clip it out. The whole thing was like an hour and forty five minutes. At one point he's like, Hey, do you mind if I go off uh if I go off the prompter for a while? If I go <laughs> It's like, Well, could, could you imagine Joey trying to go off the prompter? <laughs> and I said this as somebody in, in uh Sir Truck Driver was making the point in the troll room. And if you're not in the troll room when we do these shows, you miss out on all of so the what's fun. our troll room count today? Curious. Let me take a look. I was uh, I was always happy to see the amount of folks in the room here. 100 right now hitting the century yeah, mark. Giddy up, baby. I'm sorry to interrupt. You were, we are, you were we quoting Sir Truck Drivers. We you are well count. on our <laughs> way to uh, hundreds and thousands of people thousands. in the troll room. Yes, yes. That uh, he did not like Trump the man, but really liked Trump the politics. And see, this is the issue for the left, which is they can't attack the politics because the politics
3: work. So then they made the thing
4: completely personal, right? Of course, and you know that's the. I guess it's the easiest way to go. Like, well, people end up voting for their own disinterest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with Trump going off the books, that uh, is again. I remember not being a Trump fan either. I mean, before uh, before he got elected was like, uh, you know, he's a blowhard, which he still is. But I remember watching and I don't remember which year it was that he spoke at CPAC for like two hours and 45 minutes mm. and just captivated the audience. And that's not an easy thing to do. I mean, I no get way. it. Where Everybody's like, well, he's a populist. He's not a Republican. And that's true. He's not a he has not been a registered Republican his whole life. He is not a yeah. party voter, which we can That's have. That's a good thing. I, I agree. Except you for don't. the fact that some, for some reason, the Democrats who have turned into the shit party always seem to vote together besides a few. True.
0: Well, it's the hive, you know, and they, yes. they do work in lockstep. That's true.
4: You know, the mansions are the rare exception. That will stand up to them where the Republicans just seem to need any little, any little thing to cause infighting, which will then have the whole house collapse down upon them Yep, because they would rather do the infighting rather than look at the big picture. But the CPAC thing, that's when Trump won me over as far as, you know what? No president is perfect. I think we all know that. I can't think of one that you're like, well, there's no negative part of that presidency. You know, Reagan was pretty good. But, you know, then for a while he was, you know, not really on top of his game, although he came back after getting shot. But usually you're going to have to give and take something. And at this point, it's like, I'll take the I would rather have an asshole personality with the ability to do the job rather than oh well joey how many times have you heard he's such a decent man he's a decent man it's a you know
0: sure you know i just that shit just bugs me and i think people with very low intellect uh embrace that notion that some but that because someone you know, appears to be nice or decent, or whatever than they necessarily must be. And they're going to be, be a better leader. It's, it's fucking idiotic. I mean, I don't, I don't care if, if the candidate looks and sounds like the Tasmanian devil of cartoon <laughs> yes. face. If he's fucking competent and can get the job done, I'll vote for him. But that's not the way it works in America. It has long, long, long been a beauty contest. And that's what appeals to lower
4: intellects. Well, at least yeah, at least since uh, Nixon and Kennedy, that was the first. There's much has been made of that first televised debate, and it's weird to think about because this was relatively within our time frame here. That there were going back before that, it's like wow, the ideas actually matter because people couldn't even see you.
0: Right, people would have to read about policy, and maybe by the time you know, and I guess from the twenties to the. 50s uh, 1960 you get some through radio but that was the first tv elected president and kennedy won because he was camera ready you know he looked good he was charming he was much more glib than uh, nixon nixon was jowly at a five o'clock shadow as he was sweating his hair and makeup sucked even his clothing didn't fit as well you know Kennedy was a smoothie, man. He, he, you know, but even at that, they said a lot of people said he really didn't win. Had it not been for Sam Giancana in your hometown in Cook County through that election that really made it, um, who knows? You know, it's entirely possible. Yeah, yeah, Ever since then, it's been, it's been beauty contest. Yes.
4: Yeah. Thanks to Sinatra, Sam Giancana. But you know, the, the, the
0: flip of the Frank thing though was, and this is one of my favorite things about Frank, um, he was, he wasn't a big man, as you know, and he, and they did call him the skinny kid when he was, you know, in his youth, he was, he was like, yeah, the microphone stands were bigger. Exactly. And, uh, you know, Evan a- Gardner had that famous quote about him, you know, Frank only weighed about 120 pounds, but 90 of it was cock. Um, and, and f- that
4: kept the ladies lining up
0: and, f- and Frank had, Frank had a great temper and, not- you know, just a, and, 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 you know, notorious temper. And so he allegedly, I mean, he did, he did stump the shit out of the world for Kennedy in that election. And uh, allegedly he was the conduit to, to G and Khan, and so who knows if that was true or not? I don't know. Um, so anyway, once, once he was elected, um, the Kennedys dropped Frank, like a hot potato yes. because of his mob connections or alleged mob connections. And Frank held a grudge. And Frank held a grudge. So I guess he he didn't know about this yet, and it was there was a uh, Kennedy was planning to visit Southern California, and to first stop in Palm Springs, okay, a place I'm very familiar with, and I've 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 not I've not toured it, but I've driven past Frank's former house in Palm Springs many times, and so Frank was so giddy, or as Adam says, giddy, oh, over. The prospect of uh, the president, the newly elected president, staying at his compound in Palm Springs. He he hurriedly had some guys come in and lay down a fucking helicopter pad. Okay. And then suddenly he never gets the call. And he finds out that JFK is going to be staying at Bing Crosby's <laughs> crib instead. And the the legend goes that Frank was so fucking pissed. He went out there with a fucking sledgehammer and cracked that helicopter pad into rubble in about an hour, which is hard to imagine. But, you know, who knows what rage can do? So,
4: I mean, it depends what he was swinging that sledgehammer with. Yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. now, where else are you going to find that kind of story except right there here? Right here. Right here. Yes. Yes. And I don't believe he ever Sinatra that has ever voted Democrat again. I think that was when he went Republican and that was it probably cured him, wised him up. Yeah. Well, yeah. You Care see what, they're friends. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. I mean, I know been referencing the show a lot, the Godfather of Harlem, but a lot of that was, you know, Hey, I got to be able to trust you. You know, that's a sure. big part of this, uh, of the family lifestyle was, you know, having each other's back. And it's like, well, When that starts breaking down, that's when you don't have loyalty. And if you don't have loyalty, that's where you start having problems. You got on guts. Mm -hmm. That's where you have a whole, (laughs) a whole nother issue. Indeed. Now you've got a clip here on the El Paso border. Is there any setup needed on this or. uh, Um, Yeah, I'll
0: give you a little setup. Um, You know, it's uh, the the video is um, um, this uh, just it's the fucking desert down there. And there's a good portion of the, you know, they always call it a wall. It's not a wall. It's a fence. Um, and it, it goes clearly for miles. And, and there's two sides to it. The, this guy's giving the report, of course, from the American side, which is um, chain link with razor wire on top. And then there's, I guess, the Rio Grande is just basically a drainage ditch at that point. It's a very narrow strip concrete uh, culvert of water. And then on the other side of that, the south side of that, of course, is the, the, big, the big fence, which is probably, I don't know, 15, 20 feet high. You've seen that. <laughs> Excuse me. And so he's walking along there, and it's blazing sun and hot and dusty and, you know, the old west. and And so that's the setup of where he is and let you know what's going on.
6: No matter what they say, it's not stopping. I'm here at gate 36 outside of El Paso. And all they've done to make it so that you don't see it is they've moved it from downtown El Paso out here further east. But they're still letting them all in. They're either letting them across the bridge with CVP-1 or they're letting them come out to places like this. Then they simply, Border Patrol simply opens the gate for them and they bring them in. They say they're deporting them under Title Eight. That's a lie. They're appealing their deportation and they're getting stays of deportation and notices to appear. And they're being processed. The entire city of El Paso now has basically been turned into a processing center for illegal aliens that continue to come in massive, record-breaking numbers. The numbers aren't going to slow down. They're not going to stop. It's not going to get better because Joe Biden and the Democrats and cartel congresswomen like Veronica Escobar are inviting
0: this. Stop. No. What that guy said is so true, and and he's going to sort of underscore that in a moment. But... Something you hear constantly, and it just fucking frosts me. And you hear it from Democrats and you hear it from Republicans. And it's a bullshit statement, no matter who's using it. And that is our immigration system is broken. The fuck it is. It's never been broken. They're just ignoring it. They've
3: just shelled it, shelved it. So they're just come on in. Right. Well, it's racist, you know, not to let everybody in. I mean, that's what they're going to tell you.
4: With, again, not talking about the fact that you don't have the resources, that you're bringing in millions of people who will not have homes. I mean, these are, again, the kind of things why, and I think it's very simple to explain to people, be like, okay, everybody listening, uh, that house that you live in. So maybe there's two people in your house, maybe there's four, whatever it is. If there's two people in your house, we're going to send eight immigrants to your house so they can live with you. That's fine, right? You don't have any problem. You're going to have to feed them and you're going to have to provide them with everything they need. That's cool, right? And people are like, well, no.
0: They're never going to say,
4: of course. Well, why not? Well, that's too why much. Not? Well, why not? what do you think the country has? It would mm-hmm. be, it'd be, you know, and there are some cities that are like this, although I think most of the buildings have been dilapidated now. But Detroit was one of these places that had a mass exodus when a lot of the car business disappeared. mm mm-hmm. There are areas where there's a lot of housing that was not being used. Now, I would have said this is a great idea to have a program to bring people in to fill up those houses. But if you don't have somewhere to put people, which, again, is why you need to have some kind of law and order with people coming into the country. So you could be like, well, OK, you want to come in? We have we have openings. It's kind of like going to a restaurant. Well, we, we have five tables open. Well, what happens when enough people to fill thirty tables shows up? Well, they ain't eating because there's not enough. <laughs> right. And again, it's not a hard thing to explain to people. It's like, well, you have the resources; they they're not unlimited.
0: Yeah, true. But even resources aside, to me, that's that's the lesser um, evil of this invasion. It's you know, as people say, no one's being invited. You know who right. the fuck they are. You know, half of them could be Hamas. See, I mean, it's just it's just unbelievable unbe fucking and i would say to any of these people would you allow any stranger to come through your front door and you know walk into your kitchen make themselves a sandwich and then you know climb into your bed because that's exactly <laughs> what's going on here. right it really is you have no idea who the fuck these people are nobody does except asshole media was at least as we found their lab- labeling now asylum seekers and dreamers and everything else but what and this guy kudos to him i don't know who the fuck he is but he uses the correct term illegal aliens that's what they are illegal aliens
6: i wish we had smell vision all i smell is urine right now all coming from the thousands and thousands of illegal aliens that continue to pour through this gate gate 36 off the 375
4: loop Okay, I wish it was gate 33. Could we do a retake on this? Can we make it, <laughs> can we make this gate 33, please? That would be better. That would be better for the optics.
6: Outside of El Paso, Texas. It's just pure urine. It's all you smell. Another transport van coming to pick them up. Like clockwork. So we got a whole other group. We got a group waiting down there, down the wall. Right here, about to come in, and I got word that there's about 3,000 more on their way to Juarez to do the exact same thing. It's not even slowing down, guys. It's increasing because they're inviting it. This is
4: not failed policy. This is their policy.
0: Yeah, that's true. There you go. Not failed. It is their policy.
4: Yeah. And there are a certain amount of people that just want the overload so they can point to this is very much like the people that want to use every last little thing to be like, well, no, no, the constitution. No. Do you know that the founding fathers, they own slaves. So we got to get rid of the constitution. This is the same thing here. They are overloading the immigration system. So they can tell you that it's got to be scrapped. And we have to start from square number one again, which you're absolutely correct. When people on, The conservative side, Republican side say, well, there's no question we have a broken system. It's only broken because it's being abused. We have a broken law enforcement system right now because there are more crimes happening than we're willing to put people in jail for. All of these systems would work. All of these things that people say like, oh, we got to get rid of the guns. No, no, you just have to prosecute the people that commit crimes with the guns. Right. But again, it's the changing of the language. It's the trying to show. And if you don't think there's some of these folks who put these policies in that defund, the police and all of that, that aren't happy to see the crime rate soaring because they have their private security. They're living in places where they don't have to worry about what's going on. But for they now, can, right. Well, for now, you're right about that because there is i'm guessing a point where things get so out of control that even they get swept up in it into the whole mad max thunderdome but i think they believe they're above it that they you know they will be able to ride that storm out and they'll be able to show well no no this was just a horrible system so let's let's redo everything let's rework everything now, there is a tale on this clip as well. Is there yes. more? A little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh-oh, Moose is not happy. No.
6: You can see Border Patrol and Texas DPS down here. Even with the declaration of invasion, they're still not stopping it. Whatever's holding Governor Abbott back from actually repelling the invasion, that needs to stop. You can't just call it an invasion and then allow it to continue. That's dereliction of duty. We've got hundreds coming across here, groups of 50 to 100 all day, all day coming through. And yeah, they won't, they won't let them down over here, but they simply move them down the line and let them across and take them to the processing center.
4: Yeah. Well, the governor may have to break federal law in order to be able to protect the people in his state because we know what the laws are on it. So what, you know, what is, nobody's ever,
0: you know, really, um, sort of, uh, elaborated on, um, uh, on the legalities of this, because why, would it come down to a shootout between the Texas National Guard and the Federal Border Patrol? Because you know, Abbott has said he's, he's, you know, he wanted to do something, but his hands are tied. What does anybody know exactly what the situation is? Because it's absurd.
4: Well, it is absurd, but it's a federal issue, as far as I can tell. The people that try to stop the migrants from coming in, then. So, if you have the Texas law enforcement, whatever it is trying to stop that against what the federal government wants then you are breaking federal law. I mean I think uh, it's probably worth doing if you can get enough people together but I don't know what the repercussions would be because they don't put criminals in jail but if you if you're a law-abiding citizen just trying to keep people out of the country that are coming in illegally they would probably put you in jail knowing this administration. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not sure yeah, exactly how that would play out, but it is an intriguing part of this federalist system we have as a country that border security is not on the states at all. It's a federal issue, which means the feds can pretty much fuck the states and be like, we're not helping you. Sorry, we're not going to protect you. Mm. Although I'm still trying to figure out the story of what's going on, and I'm guessing it's just a money grift over the last week there was the story that all of a sudden, and there were quotes from a Blinken, Blinken, your buddy, the the blues man (laughs) that they were going to spend money on building the wall because they find, you know, and it was like, wait, it's it's all about money. That there's, there was some money that was allocated that had to be spent. So they're going to have to say they're doing something, but that money, it's never going into a wall. It's going to Ukraine. It's going to Iran. It's going to, of
0: course, you know, and that's just, That's merely political theater because now so they're they're concerned that even some of their harebrained fucking constituents have had enough of this invasion. And so when election time rolls around, they can point to look, will we we appropriated money? We tried to stop. You know, that's what this is. It's complete political theater bullshit.
4: Yes. But it made the headlines. Yes, it did. And for a minute, people were like, oh, wait, I mean, it's so sad that the far right websites were like, oh, see, they're finally figuring it out. Oh, even that's so bad. They're even, it's like, no, that's not what's happening. It is yep. not what's happening. Again, dig deeper. I know it's hard to do because it's really easy to just find the story and go, I agree with that. I like that. I dislike that. And then I want to talk about it on a podcast for four hours. Right. You need to have a little more information. Or you have to be really entertaining like we are. And then we can just go for hours. (laughs) Exactly. And hours and hours. And no planet rage would even be complete. You
2: didn't think you were going to get through this episode, did you? Without without a little. Come on. I'm talking to you. (laughs) For all intents and purposes, Trump was acting as a foreign spy. Okay. Trump now now he's a spy he's got a trench
4: coat and a big hat (laughs) but I have right but I have the question for you what What? country was he spying for and he guesses what he got trolls do you know what country Trump was allegedly spying for anyone anyone Gene is from (laughs) uh, yeah well I he he says it really fast although I think it's just so nobody can identify him okay because it's Neftuliev but he says it like Neftuliev like what? That's I mean, not even a word. Okay. Not but, a word. But it's like the less people can know yeah. the the better. No. Omega Project says Israel, no. Amducius says Ukraine, no. You'll be surprised. Keith, he knows that He is so he is playing like 18 D chess while the rest of yeah. us are just smelling urine. And that trumpet, last week he was Hitler and now he's a spy. Okay, I'll lay it on me.
2: Pfeiffer says Palestine. No, you're not even close. <laughs> all intents and purposes trump was acting as a foreign spy acting on behalf of australia
4: that's right on <laughs> behalf of australia <laughs> a foreign
2: spy holy
4: shit i would love to know what goes on in keith loberman's mind it may be really? horrifying but yeah an Australia, trump's an australian double agent australian spy. spy
2: son of a bitch who wouldn't know Who'd i didn't wow And he should be treated as we treat spies in this country, arrested, detained without bail, handled as the threat to national security. They are and held as long as necessary.
4: Is that really how we treat spies, though? I thought it was like bang, bang for the fang, fang. I thought they were like fucking congressmen and all that. I don't think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's when are we tough on spies, Keith? Mm. You're going to have to give me some uh, you're going to have to give me some footnotes on this. Yeah. Although I will say I just listened to the beginning of Bill O'Reilly's new book. Killing the witches and audiobooks that have a footnote like every four sentences do not work. Ooh. Do okay. not Thanks do that. Warning. Yeah, it's like you can't go like four sentences and then go footnote and then
2: explain the footnote in the audio. Yeah, it doesn't work. Although, Keith, we could use a few footnotes, right? He gave away three months after leaving office to an Australian businessman secret information about US submarines how many nuclear warheads they carried and how close they could get to Russian submarines without being detected.
4: Okay. Now does anybody really think one, how many nuclear warheads a submarine carries is all that top secret at this point Mm. and how close they could get to Russian submarines Mm. without being detected. Keith thinks this is very vital information. I'm wondering if Keith is just like one of these guys, like when you meet somebody at a bar, and they just realize you're a rube and just lie to you and start telling you a tall tale. And you're like, oh, really, boss? Really, boss? Oh, is that true? Really? Really, boss? Tell me more. Yeah. I kind of think maybe that's the way Keith treats the
2: world. He's an as the song. New York Times. Yes, he is. That is really no is. doubt about it. Sources describe it. "Quote: He potentially endangered the U.S. nuclear fleet that Mar-a-Lago Trump gate Potentially endangered. Potentially endangered. well well, did he endanger it or did he not endanger
4: it yeah saying potentially i mean i'm potentially fucking taylor
3: swift this is true i mean i just saying potential
2: you never know anything can happen in keith's world anyway (laughs) gave away our nuclear submarine secrets to a guy who makes corrugated boxes
4: now does it really matter who you're giving away the nuclear secrets to
0: Well, I guess it was smooth instead of corrugated, been been okay. But he just likes to say the word corrugated because he feels like he's kind of street or something or blue collar.
2: Much, (laughs) much tougher when the boxes are corrugated. Yeah, yeah. And the businessman in turn told 11 of his own employees, 10 Aussie officials, six journalists, three Australian prime ministers, and at least 15 other people. And a partridge in a a, pear tree. uh
4: Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm thinking once the secret is out, does it really matter how many people yeah. were told? Yeah. I mean, if anybody, if any one of these
2: guys has an X account, man, it's all over. Yes. At least one witness to Trump violating the Espionage Act. Arrest him and detain him without bail now. This guy is just so far
4: mm-hmm. out. They really want Trump gone. Oh,
0: they want him dead. I, I, I totally agree with the. Uh, tucker i think, i really i hope trump has a lot of bodyguards and is wearing kevlar and his food tasters because you know if they can't bring him down with the uh with the with the, the injustice system again somebody said it's, it's not a justice system it's a legal system really um you know then then you know what's what's their last their last backup position they'd probably try to take him out
4: that's what i would think they're horrible people yeah i'm well as you said we're hoping he has great security. Yes. And continues to because this next couple of years leading up to the next election, it is what, November. So we're almost two What's years up? away now. It's very close. When we were starting the show, it was like, wow, it's going to be a long time before the next mm. presidential election. But no, not that long at all. No, We've brought you right up to it. That's the beauty yeah. of Planet Rage, Yeah, which is a value for value podcast, which means we don't put them out there behind a paywall. No, we don't. You get to listen to them for free. You do. You get to decide. Did you get any value out of the show? Did you laugh? Did you cry? Did you learn something? Did you gnash your teeth? (laughs) Well, see, I think that's everybody's doing that (laughs) throughout the whole show. Okay. For a variety of reasons, but we hope it's for good reasons. Yes. And if you have gotten any value out of the show whatsoever, you put that into a number, make that number mean something to you. Go over to planetrage.show slash donate, and all of the information is right there. You can use the PayPal button for a one time or monthly donation. You can use the QR codes or wallet addresses if you want to go the crypto way. You can use the PO box address if you want to put your money into Uncle Sam's hands. You can use the podcasting 2.0 boosting system. Just go to newpodcastapps.com. They are all very much appreciated, but coming in strong today. Think it's the first time on Planet Rage, Dale from Down Under. I mean, he knows well. Mate, oh, wait, you
0: know, we should, he's our guy. Is Trump an Australian spy or not?
4: Dale would know. Is maybe Dale's the businessman that was dealing with <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump? You, we don't know, yeah. but he comes in with the what he's calling the Swifty donation, uh, which is one oh nine eighty nine. Nice, thank you, Dale. Normally, he was coming in on uh, unrelenting, but I'm guessing he's relenting now. He's had enough of Gene Neftuliev, <laughs> and he's, he has realized that the velvet voice of Larry Blydner is worthy. He says, Dale Down Under, Swifty Donation, 1989. Rest is covering fees. Light the sage. Do the dance. Say the words. Protect us, Sir Darren The sheer terror in Michael Rappaport's voice was brilliant. Uh-huh. It's a shame. He is such a fucking head. <laughs> rage on <laughs> he, he is, but even he knows he, he knows. tries to be that tough guy. That was the funniest clip I think we've had in a long time. Good stuff. Was Michael Rappaport being like, Oh, the Swifties. Yeah. And again, because of watching now the mob type show, it's like, I'm just kind of picturing the, the Taylor Swift fans as the There's mobsters. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it could be there. I mean, I can uh, they might do a better job at making the world go than a lot. Yeah.
0: Could be an improvement.
4: Sure. But thank you, Dale. That is very generous. As is Todd Edgel, I believe I'm saying that right. Edgel coming in with 66, 66 and no note. So ooh, ooh. that's a loaded number. Well, thank you, Todd. Thank if you. If there isn't now I know that we went through and updated the PayPal links at one point. Cause sometimes PayPal doesn't like to show a yes. note box, although Dale had it on his, so I believe it is there. But if you ever run into a situation where PayPal doesn't give you the ability to put a note in, you can always send us a note at rage at planetrage.show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all very much appreciated. Captain oblivious coming in with the $5 and 55 cent donation. I believe that's monthly. Thank you, Captain Oblivious. I mean, how long can the guy stay oblivious,
0: though? Oh, well, that's just a figure of speech. He <laughs> knows what time it is. Uh, and then he it was, was one of the first. I took this marvelous picture. I'm going to just interject for a second here. I was I was out on my bike riding around. And uh, yesterday, did you I fall
4: like this. Joe Biden? Did you wait? Do you no. wear the hat like Joe Biden?
0: I, I wear no I wear no helmet. No safety gear wear a ball cap to keep the, uh, the uh, sun off my face. But yeah. Uh, so, so I was right by uh, Long Island Sound, and I see one of these small planes towing a banner, which usually says, you know, use tone. But I'm thinking, well, it's a little late in the season for the beach banners, you know. And what did it say? Um, Let's deprogram Hillary. Ooh. And I posted it on No Agenda Social. And I think Captain Oblivious was one of the first guys to like it. And it just blew up. <laughs> that thing probably got shared, I don't know, 50 times or something. I was very impressed.
4: I mean, I like it because most people just go on the internet. This guy, I mean, maybe you've done business before, but I don't even know where I would go if I'm like, I want to hire a plane to put a banner and fly it around. Where do you get that guy?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's a pretty common thing on the East Coast. I didn't see it too often on the West Coast, but, you know, everywhere from, uh, you know, uh, Long Island to the Jersey Shore down to the Carolinas, I've seen those planes, Um, so it's I guess it's kind of a thing. I guess they can be found. Yeah, but, but clearly, this was so, somebody who wasn't a corporate account, that's for sure. Just right. somebody had a belly
4: full of uh, Hillary. <laughs> they had had enough of Hillary every had now enough. and then. Yeah, they would have them like above yeah. the, when flying over the ballparks here. But you do not normally see them flying around here. Although I can see where going yeah. over the shore, that would make uh, a yeah. little more sense. Sure. Especially in summer. Yes. But thank you, Captain Oblivious. But if we you. move on to the boostergram phase. Oh, boy. Our buddy, sir, 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 seat sitter, otherwise known as Chris came in with 30,000 Satoshis. And he says, Darren was too scared to play the Muslim call to prayer on the rock and roll pre-show the day after Israel got invaded. But I still love him and I love Planet Rage. Well, I wasn't scared. It just wasn't a rock song. (laughs) <laughs> and what at first he put the format right and at first he right. tried to request borat and i don't think it was live and one i can't stand borat for a variety I, I of reasons either
0: i find that guy annoying
4: yeah so i'm like i'm not gonna play that i don't like it but then yeah. he requested the uh the song by the uh, kinky friedman and the texas jew boys and i'm like well i've got that sure and i like kinky friedman kinky's cool because he is a guy that is uh I mean, I don't think he can, if, if he was coming up right now, wouldn't be able to make the music that he did. No. But again, it's very interesting when you look at how things have changed and how things have gotten worse that people that are, and I don't, I mean, again, I'm just seeing things on a surface here, but from what I can tell, Kinky Friedman seems to be the least racist person in the world. Yeah. Trying to make a point about racism by using some of those magical words. Mm -hmm. but now it would be like nope the words are bad we don't care why you want to say it what you're doing we don't care about your art nope so i mean next time just pick a better song sir 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 seat sitter and Uh, in the the meantime people can go listen to that show you were just on there the abs in a six-pack extravaganza great show you can find him in your favorite podcasting app or just by going to shitmyass.com yes shitmyass.com what a url i know It's like they sit around thinking about these things. Where do they even come up with them? It's like, where, where do they get now? those magical yes. toys or marvelous toys? <laughs> we don't know. But Boobery, speaking of podcast oh, hosts. Boobery. Yes. I mean, I think you mentioned both of these guys earlier okay. when you're like, they're going to try to nuke the whole no agenda stream nation.
0: Gonna, they want to get us all. There's no doubt.
4: We are stronger together. <laughs> Although we'll, we'll send Sir that sir- sir- <laughs> are out front. We'll see uh, with the human shield. <laughs> <laughs> but Booberry came in with 17,776 and says, please send take no shit karma. Ooh. I'd like to speak with a lawyer now. Like Warren Zevon said, the shit has hit the fan. Yeah. You know, we need right, a little, like right, a, we, we need like a little karma jingle. That's like, take no we shit. Go. We let's get one. I'm going to look for one and
0: see what I can come up. And thank you. Um, Booberry. and you're right. And I'll send you TNS karma for
4: sure. And Boobery is a musician in his own right. You know, you could have sent us the take no shit karma that you then requested Boobery. Hmm. That would have made the show go a lot better if we would have had that. <laughs> so bring that in for the next show, boo. Come on, you can do it. And if you want to listen to more from the moth, anybody that goes by the moth man of the miniocalypse, I mean, it has to be an interesting character. Absolutely. And that show is behind the schemes, but you spell it with threes. With threes for these instead. Okay. Right. Instead but, of ease. Yes. Uh, and then CSB coming in with his 15,033 Satoshis Uh-oh. and again says, Oh, Darren have Larry read."
0: All right. That's my cue. I got to clear my throat first. Excuse me. I'm just going to, you, 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 you want to gargle a little
4: on. bit. We Hang can on. warm up, make sure you are in perfect, uh, make, sit up now. straight or jump back.
0: All right. And uh, there we go. Howdy, amigos, Darren and Larry. Please invite your audience to visit my cartoons without baboons at www.csb.lol.
4: Rage on. Yo, CSB. Is that cultural appropriations for a Polish guy to say howdy, amigos? Too, guys I have guys. no idea. I don't know <laughs> what that means. I don't. I don't know who the baboons
0: he's referring to are. But um, I, I trust that I read this copy as, as the way he'd like it to hear be read. So,
4: and that's really the most important thing. Yes, yes, sir. Truck driver coming in with ten thousand satoshis, uh and he says, "Hello, Darren and Larry." I mean, not howdy amigos, sir. Truck driver. I mean. <laughs> I would like to introduce a new value for value music slash talk podcast hosted by myself, sir, truck driver. Ooh. With your permission, I would like to ask your listeners to check out my podcast at rolling on dot show. I see. I like the dot shows. I we, like dot show. And I like that title rolling on. I like it. And he's out there in the big rig. And if you don't like you, he'll just run right over you. Yeah. He's on vacation this week, though. So you're safe. But next okay. week, be looking out. Cool. He says it's value for value podcasting 2.0 compliant and can be found by searching rolling on show in any podcast 2.0 app. See, now most of these guys, when they're talking about rolling on the show, they're rolling joints. Yes. Yes. Like ball after ball. Yes. Yes. Not Sir Truck Driver. He's rolling in a whole batter ass way. I love it. It's a new startup. So I'm smooth. Like he's like, wait, it's a new startup. So I'm smooth like Larry or boisterous like Darren, but I'll try my best. Thank you, gentlemen. Good day, gentlemen. Huh. Ooh. Is he listening to a different show or what? <laughs> yeah, really? I don't but, get that often. <laughs> but I tried to go to that website. It didn't come up. So I think he's still oh, no. in the process of um, okay. putting that together. But we'll keep an eye on that. Okay. We look forward to listening to that, sir, truck driver. Cool. And thank you for your support. And memes 1337 came in with 1337 saying leap boost to sustain the rage. The act of civil disobedience is the act of taking our anger and turning it into sacred rage. It is a personal and collective gesture of resistance and insistence. Terry Tempest Williams. Not sure who is Terry Tempest Williams. You know? Great name. Terry Tempest Williams. Sounds like a good radio name. Yeah. It's probably somebody I should know that I don't, but thank you, memes. Thank you. And then, of course, we had some people that were streaming while mm-hmm. they listen, and that would be Dale Jr., Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley, Eric PP, Weirdo, Harry Pilgrim, Anonymous, and probably others that I missed. But if you want to get into that whole podcasting 2.0 thing yet again, like I said before, newpodcastapps.com. It's definitely getting to the point to where. You don't have to be a total nerd to get it going, which is why we still need to get you on. Uh, I know. <laughs> Gene did it live during Unrelenting. We got oh, him wow. with the Get Albie cool. and switched it over and everything.
0: So I was actually looking at a YouTube video about that about a week ago, and then something distracted me. I don't know what, but it didn't look. I thought, you know, if I put my shoulder to this wheel, I can, I can get this done. So I'm going to get back on that horse, Darren, and get this done
4: get is just yes. get an account we can get you hooked up and then as as the satoshis roll on in you can yeah. look at getting more uh things that you own to grab the sats yeah. but really it takes a long time to get to that point point. and it was funny because gene has been paying a service like 25 bucks a month and it's down half the time so this this concept Ooh. that the free stuff doesn't work not always true sometimes free no, is true. the best way to go I've been using
0: audacity
4: for seven years now and, uh, works pretty good. Free free is good. Yeah. But thanks to everybody who has helped support the show episode number 100 coming up in two weeks. Yes. Unless the Creek rises a little bit too much. <laughs> so you want to get in on that and, uh, yep. tell a friend. And now that there's a hundred people listening with episode number 100, do we, do we just gain like one listener an episode? Is that the, Okay, you Is know. that the skyrocketing path that we are on? <laughs> We're picking up one <laughs> listener a show. One per show. okay,
0: so this time uh next year we'll have maybe one fifty two, okay or
4: all right, and that said we missed a boost from him. I don't see oh. one here. I, well, I do have you, one Net-Net. from douches came in with a two thousand that says Ray John, Brother Larry. Thank you, douches but I don't see I don't see one from the hmm. lovely and talented net net i mean i'll check to get albies just to see if they're uh in there because all of these systems they they don't work all the time oh here's one that's weird net net it didn't pop up in the satoshi stream because i i got rid of the boost bot because that wasn't working no well if boost bot got it i don't know how i got it Netnet, because net, boost bot had been taken out yeah unless it's a different uh and maybe that's why. Maybe if you're using an old RSS feed, because we took the boost bot out like a week ago. But he came in with 5555 and says, I hope Trump didn't tell them about the screen doors on the U.S. submarines. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he did. And then the, the uh, you know, whole concept is, you know, Keith Olbermann's mind's like, oh, my God, he's giving away secrets. Yeah. And Trump's just the guy lying to everybody. God. I know. It's sad. But tell a friend, make sure they're here for episode number 99 and then 100 over the next two weeks. Do you know what's coming up this week on the That Larry Show episode? I do not.
0: So just, uh, you know, stay tuned. That's all you can do. Thereabouts, I'll drop something new. How about you for uh, random thoughts, Darren? I
4: don't know. It depends if I get one in tomorrow my mom's having some surgery on wednesday so i won't be good karma to mom health karma to darren's mom yeah Yeah. she needs the health karma that the little thing Uh, they noticed on her kidney when they had the colon cancer mm. a few years ago and they're finally like well you maybe should kind of maybe get it out and i'm like but it's i mean it's growing so slowly they're worried that of course it's cancer which then can allegedly take Uh, a quick turnaround although i think it's Probably not. Even though the the odds say if it's on the kidney, it probably is. I guess we'll find out uh, after they take it off. That's the beauty of modern medicine. They always want to uh, they always want to slice and dice. I mean, I guess maybe it's just because it makes more money. I'm like, if it's growing really, really slow, I'm like, I don't mean to be morbid, but the thing was growing at like one tenth of a centimeter, you know, every six months or so. Yeah, and I'm like. Yeah. You're in your mid 80s now. When will this be a problem? Mm-hmm. It's like if it's not going to be a problem for another 10 years, then yeah, be good. Yeah, getting it yeah. cut out could be a bigger issue. So we just yeah, the good right. health karma for uh, Wednesday, and hopefully All we right. have a good report for you come next week. There will be a random thought, Super. whether it's Wednesday or Tuesday or Friday. We'll Uh, be back. Right. If I don't do it, people always complain. So I have to do it. And then we will be back here next week on Monday at 1 p.m. Central. Again, episode number 99. All right.
0: Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Be there or be square.
2: The US strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State Gun. World going to shit!